<laughs> the squirrel cannot wave <laughs> back just to you. A squirrel. It posited a question. Everybody's got a mom. Validate my feelings. Sheltered. You guys being young millennials. Okay, boomer. Work Tech Fun, a PCM podcast. You know that when I was in high school in Saudi Daisy, I don't know if we've talked about this. When I was in high school at Saudi Daisy, which is very near the nuclear plant, I used to joke that we were so close to the nuclear plant that our jello was infused with <laughs> radioactivity so that they were like building our immunity. I know that that's all like not real scientific information, but it like the jello at our public school like glowed in a very unnerving way. So that was always my joke like, oh, it's full of radiation. I would not eat that if I were you. I mean, any lunch cafeteria food is just a, a no go for me. Yeah. Yeah. You can definitely taste the frozenness, at least at public school. Like square, uh, or rectangle pizza that yeah. still had ice on it had that lots of days at my high school blue and jello was my favorite did you have good public school food at your school yeah for the most part we had good cookies like they used to make really big fresh baked chocolate chip cookies and that was the best part of lunch basically you just kind of nibbled at whatever the main course was so that you <laughs> felt better about eating the cookie <laughs> so we had this meal uh called beef manhattan and it looked like throw up on top of mashed Ugh. potatoes and so I never ate it. And then finally one day I forgot to bring my lunch and it was like, oh no, oh, no I'm going to have to eat it. <laughs> it was the best lunch meal huh. I've ever had. Like from then on, it was like, are we having beef Manhattan this week? Because I'm eating at school if we do. Dang. But it looked So disgusting. were you always a take your lunch guy? Uh, no, just if it was something gross. <laughs> what about you, D? I I was a take my luncher for a lot of years. And then when I got to high school, it wasn't cool. Plus, I, I was more responsible for packing my lunch as not a kid. So um, I was like, I'd rather just buy it than have to pack it myself. See, when I got in high school, my school changed to where you could get whatever they were serving for lunch, so like beef Manhattan or pizza or whatever, or you could get a salad, and they made really good salads, or you could get a Subway sandwich. And they'd like go to Subway and you could oh, custom really? order every day. Yeah. So Well, you went to a private school. Yeah. It was pretty pretty nice. What was that Good like? Food. Are you a pub- you're a public schooler, right, Caitlin? I am. Yeah. We had an hour lunch. The really? whole school went at the same time. Ours was like twenty five minutes, not 20. even kidding. <laughs> twenty for me. So my senior year I didn't stay for lunch though. So. Really? Yeah. They just let you leave? I went home at eleven every day. Oh, well that's I was one of those smart kids. Sounds yeah. like a good senior okay. year. So that's cool. I don't know what that's like. So now I really am acting like an elementary school student and I bring my lunch to work every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Do you cut the uh, crust off of your sandwiches? Yes. He tears it off. I tear it off and eat it first. <laughs> I eat it though. That's his least favorite part. You knew that too. So you just brought that up to make fun I of did. Me. I yes. knew that. Did we talk about that you recently? You eat lunch beside me sometimes. I guess we did have this conversation about crusts in the conference room lunch yeah, recently. Act like Who else know? did that? It was uh, somebody, somebody at the end of the table. I can't remember who it was. Your sister, I mean, yeah, your brother's fiance does that too. That's who it was. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are you guys streaming this week? <sighs> I'm serious. You act surprised by this question. No, I always, I always have to like really think back. Through. I'll start then. Go How's ahead. How's that? So, yeah. somebody asked me when I'm streaming. Hey, Jared, what are you streaming? So, there's this new playlist that's up on J Radio right now um, that I had a chance to create. And kind of in light of everything that's going on right now, it's a lot of Christian and positive music. Uh, 
it's called Bleed the Same. Hmm. So it's based off of a Mandisa Toby Max song yeah. uh, that, I don't know, was just, it's really, a lot of the songs have kind of struck me a lot and encouraged me to be reflective during yeah. this time uh, and just be reminded uh, there's a new song that just came out that I added to the playlist uh, called Revolutionary by Josh Wilson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and he talks about this idea of like, okay, when is it that being kind to each other, like when did hate become so ordinary and being kind was something that was revolutionary? Like why don't we all just get back to loving each other? So anyway, that's been uh, all all week long. I've been streaming that and, I don't know, kind of been in a reflective kind of mood. and So yeah, it's been good. And by the way, just shameless plug. You can check it out yeah. on kradio.com. <laughs> Shameless plug. Caitlin, what about you? I've also been listening to a J Radio playlist. And okay. I'm not much of a streamer or music listener, but um, we just recently had Hannah Kerr make a playlist. Oh, yeah. And I'm actually very much enjoying it. I think I've already listened to it three times. I think I've heard it at your desk many Probably times. Probably so. <laughs> so it's kind of been on play on repeat all week since it came in. Um, but I'm a Hannah Kerr fan, so I think that she's a very good role model for for girls. And so I was very intrigued and excited when she made the playlist and agreed to make it. So I've kind of had it on repeat. What uh, What very are cool. some of the things in, I mean, just from hanging out with her a little bit, she uh, is very passionate, it seems, uh, about her faith and mm-hmm. Uh, and being outspoken, what are some of the, like the things she talks about in the playlist? Well, <laughs> I had to think back to the playlist for a second. Um, she like is very close with her family, and yeah. so a couple of the times she um, she just claims that she's gonna fangirl and support her brother, and so her brother is actually um, somebody big in Christian music and helped co-write um, some big songs with. For King and Country, and a couple of For King and Countries, uh, yeah. I think, in the playlist, yeah, Very cool. yeah. So um, I think that's really neat that she's not afraid to. It's not all about her, yeah. you know. She's she's very humble and likes to give plugs to her family. Um, yeah, and, then and she's she's friends with a lot of a lot of other artists. So um, like right off the bat, her first song, she gives a shout out to Jordan Felice and um, how they are good friends, and so. Have you listened to the playlist, D? Only uh, via <laughs> proximity. <laughs> I, I will say one thing. Uh, I haven't listened to all of it, but I've listened to probably half of it. And she is very relatable and personable, but at the same time, like, she's pretty bold about her faith. Yeah. And I don't know. She just kind of walks through a journey of some of the songs. Like, uh, it's pretty cool. So, shameless plug, jradio.com. I'll, I'll have to check that out yeah. and listen to it a little yeah. bit more it's in been depth. Good. I really like when we have the artist commentary just because yeah. that adds such a layer that you don't get from just maybe hearing one of their songs and anytime you can humanize something i think yeah. that that's really important but i know that she's a fun person i have met her yeah like one of the first things she, we ever did when i, I say, got yeah. here to work was hannah karaoke which was did you see her playlist name by the way yeah uh she named it hannah's current, current favorites, favorites. Yes. yeah I thought that was really so funny. So hopefully she's like got that from us. I don't think so though. Which she said her hus- her husband actually came up with that yeah. title. So her her new husband, by the way. Yeah, like she's just been a married very. She was married yeah. during quarantine. So yeah. who's like now in her wedding. band? He oh, plays yeah. guitar for her. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's cool. really cool. Yeah. All right, it's your turn, and you have to answer now. Okay. Uh, I in the last day 
have picked up something I'm listening to that I'm really excited about. Um, I've been following and listening to some of my friends of color lately and just trying to listen to their stories and listen to their recommendations. And one of my, uh, one of the uh, worship leaders at my church, Rockbridge, shared music from a group called Common Hymnal, which I had never really heard of. I don't know if you've heard of them. I, I haven't done much research on them, but I followed them on Instagram today, and it looks like it's just like a diverse group of yeah. people coming together to sing. Their songs are very, very beautiful. Um, and I started listening to their album yesterday and was really just, I don't really touched by it. I really don't love a lot of worship music yeah. or Christian music in general. Yeah, you make that pretty clear. I know. I know. <laughs> I, do. I talk about that all the time. But for me, like, the songs just kind of hit a chord in a new way with me. No pun intended, but appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> One of them was called He Has Time. And it, it just is talking about how Jesus is with people who are hurting. He is with people who are broken. And he has time to sit and heal and be there in that entire process. And I don't know. I just, I think that that's a really neat song and a really neat perspective and I, what was the name again? The band is yep. called Common Hymnal. Okay. And then that song is He Has Time. And they're live recordings, at least on this album. That's cool. So it's like a very, it's not like processed and like robotic. Not that everyone who does that, you know, format but there's is a lot that of way. It. <laughs> but there is an element of that to some degree. But I've just appreciated listening to that. For me, like finding music that resonates with me on a spiritual level is kind of a hard fought battle. So for that to, to resonate with me is actually like, I'm thankful for that. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's something new, but I'm also really excited about that. I think they'd be great to do a J Radio playlist. Let's talk to them. I think they'd be really Let's cool. Let's do it. You can reach out to them. And maybe I will. So with all the talk about J Radio, there are a ton of playlists that you can check out at jradio.com. It's all of your favorite positive and Christian music available on demand. It's skippable just the way you want to listen to music. It's all right there at jradio.com. So this is called Initial Gut Reaction. I just handed Deanna and Caitlin a piece of paper, um, like a literal piece of paper. Yes. Like I copied and pasted an article I found online into a Word document and I printed a piece of paper. Did you know that the digital pixels on your computer could be printed out and you can hold them? Yeah, it's pretty weird. That's crazy. But, but basically, they just got done reading, and I'll just give a... Should I give a brief summary? I should give a brief summary, right? Sure. I can't remember how this works. It's been a while. Um, so I'll give a brief summary of Last what it is. Last time I made you guys do it, but okay, it's my okay. turn. Go ahead, then. If you want it to be fair. Yeah, go for it. All Initial right. gut reaction. Do you want... Okay, so I'm just summarizing right now. Oh, okay. Right? Or do you want me to give my... I don't remember how this works. (laughs) I'll give the summary. So uh, this is an article from a business daily email that I get called The Hustle um, talking about Elon Musk's old phone number. And so it's an article about a lady who somehow got stuck with the phone number that used to be Elon Musk's. Uh, And so every time something happens or every time he comes in the news, a.k.a. he just had a kid... Um, with a weird gets, name yeah she, i actually <laughs> edited that out of the article because i didn't want y'all to get confused but um but she gets texts like congratulations and all that stuff so it was talking about all that so initial gut reaction go caitlin i'm curious to hear what your initial gut reaction is so 
to be honest, I did not know who Elon Musk was. Did you have to look him up? Yes. Just okay. like the lady in the article, by oh, the way. Yeah. I literally had to look him up to to understand what was going on. Um, so I don't really, my gut reaction was like, I don't know how to react because <laughs> I don't know who this is. Right, yeah. Why is it a big deal that somebody else has his phone number? Yeah. So, so, so just in case anyone's listening that's wondering, Elon Musk is a... Uh, a big thinker and comes up with a lot of things and he's like the master of getting people excited about stuff uh like his most one of his most recent projects uh had to do with solar panels uh solar panel roof that he's sold like all kinds of um like big dollars yeah that people are paying and it's not going to come out for like another several years so he's, he's the one he, who's pioneering like self-driven yes, cars all kinds of stuff he's pioneering space vacationing yeah like all these launches that people are talking about, like he's the one apparently like in charge of SpaceX yeah. is his thing. Like he's sending lo- rockets into space. Yeah. So with a vision, with yeah. a vision that is to change the world and help humanity. So yeah, that's, that's a nice little sticker that's label. Must be something he labeled himself. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> but PR. anyway, now that now that you know who Elon Musk is, initial gut reaction. <laughs> You, she could call herself lucky, maybe, or, I mean, it'd be it'd be very exciting or very frustrating. I think. I think it would be more exciting if you knew who it was. Correct. And then I feel like it would be fun to kind of like, <laughs> like joke with some people. Yes. <laughs> Do some pranks. See, and like, and even you know, she said uh, she didn't know who Elon Musk was, and she had to start researching. And now she says she keeps up with everything mm-hmm. he does. Because she knows so she's she a message knows, about yeah. it. But I'm like, okay, if that's the case, I'm keeping up with what he does, and I'm throwing wrenches in people's plan. Like, somebody goes, hey, Elon, congrats on the rocket launch, and I'm texting back and saying, thanks, don't tell anybody, but it just went down. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, I don't yeah, know. I feel it's like... A, it's a wonder that it didn't fall into somebody else's hands who, like, yeah. would have, you know, like... <laughs> maybe done some things that wouldn't be helpful to humanity right <laughs> how did how did she realize that that's whose number she had just from the text messages uh, i'm sure i think so yeah. I, like, they pro- said, somebody probably said hey elon or that they, so they said some reporters probably called or texted or whatever probably said is this elon musk yeah you know something like that i'm sure that that would be so jarring to me. I know. Like that. Has this, by the way, has whew. this ever happened to either of you? Like not Elon mm. Musk, but I mean, <laughs> do you get calls from? I keep getting text messages that says, hey, Teresa, your prescription is ready. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Some old lady is looking for her prescription and she cannot get I it. I guess so. But I don't. It says, you know, you can reply stop to cancel. Yeah. But like, I don't do that either because I'm afraid that somebody's trying to know that I'm not Teresa. I don't know. So we have a um, well, and dangerous. Sorry. Yeah, has, has it happened to you at all? No, I can't. Think so, of an so we have a piece, uh, a subscription, not subscription. What's the word? Service with Verizon here at the office, and we have a, a little Wi-Fi hotspot that gets text messages. And apparently, really? the lady I I read them this past Saturday. Uh, the lady that used to have the phone, her name's Cheyenne. Apparently, she lives in Ray County, and she used to pick up stray animals. So literally, <laughs> we get texts every week like, "Hey, Cheyenne, can you stop by nine oh seven? You know, cat. whatever, and pick up this stray cat." Or, "Hey, there's a dead dog on the side oh, of the road." No. So I'm reading all these, thinking like, all these stray animals that are getting stuck without anybody to come pick them up. I'm so. not Cheyenne. 
So, oh man. Anyway, I've like there were a couple of like Cheyenne, please call me. I have important things. Or like <laughs> there was one that was like, Hey Cheyenne, so and so got arrested last <gasps> night. Uh, texted back and said, Good. Oh no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm oh, just kidding. Gosh. So I do this sometimes. I sometimes will call my old phone numbers. Oh really? Um like Why? We, we used to have a home phone that obviously like as a kid you have to memorize your numbers right. and everything. And so I won't say it just so <laughs> anyway. I've said it before and like told people to call it, but I will call sometimes just to see who answers and then I'll ask for myself. Uh, so I'll always feel bad see if anyone's like defrauding you. No, just for fun. I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it's a fun way to have fun. He, needs, he just needs closure. Uh, yeah. Of the old fun. That's number. right. See, I think, I think those people are probably, I want it to be like this where she's like, I have Elon Musk's phone. Yeah. I want them to be like, I have Jared's old phone number. <laughs> Oh, gosh. That's crazy. This one's crazy. I think phone numbers are fascinating things. Like, think how many there are in the world. Yeah. And what happens when you run out? How do you run out? Can't. How many possibilities yeah. are there? Well, because you got to think area codes, too. Right. That's Somebody true. should ask Siri. Ooh. That is an interesting... I'm going to Google query it. Query for Siri. Query for Siri. I'm assuming the area codes is what keeps it alive like you longer. could have the same number in a different area yeah. code oh i've done that too like i'll call a different area code with my phone number yeah do you know that the area code for knoxville is vol are you serious it's 865 so it's vol that's funny cody told me that i didn't i didn't know thought that was cool what does it say okay i said how many possible phone number combinations the answer is I can't do a drum roll. Drum roll, <laughs> Each three-digit area code alone has a capacity of 7,919,900 telephone numbers. And that's each, like, 423. Whoa! A, so, I think we're good. Multiplied. We're, we're going to last. So, the exponent of, I don't uh, even know. Three, because there are, yeah. And there's multiple zip codes. Area um, codes. Area, multiple, multiple area codes per state. Oh, so yeah. So, like... Yeah, yeah, that's just... Oof. We're good. We're not... I mean, there are only seven... A little over seven billion people in the world, so... Yeah, we're good. I we're covered. I think we're going to make it. <laughs> and then, like, I have some friends that live in Panama, and they have eight-digit phone numbers. Like, imagine... Really? Hey, what's your phone number? 974-13209. Don't call that number. I, it's not going to work here. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, their area code's two digits. It gets crazy. Oh. So, anyway, does it give you... Oh. Wait, that's the same amount of numbers. No, they're right. sorry. They just country took, code. They, they just have, took an they extra a, number from the area code into the phone number. It's not an area code though; it's a country code. Oh. So like our country code is one, but it's still nine or ten numbers total. Right, and ours is eleven because is we have country code of one. Oh, yeah. That's why there's a plus one That's in a right. contact, like one eight hundred. I didn't know. No, that. like your number is one. Oh, oh yeah, your number no. is one four two three. Whatever right. the heck yeah. it is. Exactly. Yeah, that's I did not. You learn something new every day. I now learn something. Now new. we only have seven billion or seven million combinations to try to figure out what this phone number for Elon <laughs> so Musk used to be. Call this girl. <laughs> Poor girl. If you're a podcast fan, and obviously you are, if you're listening to our podcast right now, you should check out our other podcast under the PCM umbrella from J Radio Podcast. You can check it out at podcast.jradio.org. So have you ever had that moment where, uh, Caitlin and I watch Shark Tank a lot. 
Woo-hoo. And somebody comes on and like with this just brilliant invention, you're like, why has that not been invented yet? Like that's genius. Yeah. Like why did I not think of that? Yeah. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about some inventions that should have already been invented. And as far as I know, these haven't been invented. Uh, who knows? This is actually an article from a source that I probably should know so I can cite it. But <laughs> the I Odyssey. Think it was Odyssey. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. Thank you for remembering. So. Well, I found it. So. Yeah, I probably should have let you yeah. introduce this. Oh well. I printed it on another piece of paper. Amazing. What so, an invention, paper. Yeah, for real. So, first of all, if you've already heard of these being invented, then you can call out Deanna for picking this topic. I didn't write um, the article. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, would you use these or would you find these helpful? We'll start out with the first one, a machine that makes the bed. Yes. No. Really? Why? I enjoy making the bed. It takes two seconds. It's frustrating to me. Like, just be made. Then why do you make me make the bed? Well, last one out of bed makes it. I would be all for this machine. See, I didn't even make my bed until we got married. And then that was the rule. The last one out of the bed makes the bed. That was the rule. But, but I mean, wouldn't that be great? Just get up and boom. Like a Roomba. But for your For making bed. your bed. Okay. I feel like there's a difference. I feel like that's just... My honest opinion. That's vacuuming just being is lazy. A, yeah, vacuuming is definitely a huge undertaking, whereas making the bed is just like pulling some things for two seconds. Yeah, and why would <laughs> like, like I feel like making your bed, like you put it puts the room together, makes it look cleaner. But then when you come back that night to get back into it, it your just head is at peace, kind of. Oh, see, that's a question. Does like, the machine unmake the bed? It makes it what better for you. Like when you, when you get ready to get in bed, can you press the button and it unmakes it? I don't. I would hope not. Okay, that seems. But if there was a self-making bed in our room, I could use it, and you could make it by hand. Right. You What's have the, the point in that then? <laughs> I <laughs> like, don't know why you wouldn't use it. If why it was would there. you spend extra money to to oh, it's do that? Free. It, it says it's free. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what? I just thought of an invention that should be on this list. I don't think it's on the list. Can I say it? Yeah, say it. I wish there was an invention where you could just put your dirty dishes in the sink. And they would automatically oh, go into the dishwasher. That's because you know how, at least I don't know about you guys, you guys have a newer house and a newer dishwasher than I do. You often have to like scrub a little yeah. bit before you put in the dishwasher. And the, basically the dishwasher is like kind of a sanitizer, which yeah. is great. But also like there's some... But you're right. Just put them in one place and it's done. And it feels like as soon as you d- do them, there's like a thousand more. Yep. And if you do them before dinner, like right after dinner, it's like, all right, there's like 16 things to put in the... That's right. Which is, you know... All of that is a privilege. It is an honor to have dishes to do. But, I mean, hey. And then the dishwasher could actually dry them. Yeah. That'd be nice. But if you if you are rinsing off your dinner plate, if you're rinsing it off to scrub it or, you know, to get any leftover food off of it, if you're holding it the whole time, is it really moving it more than once from the dish from the sink to the dishwasher? No, I typically just, like, put them in the sink and... Walk Leave away for them? a very long time. Oh, see, I can't stand a. I can't. The sink has to be empty before I go to bed. Yeah, but in your invention, it would take care of all that, right? You just set it in the sink right. and then it'd be done. Right. Like the sink should be. Like you be don't a, have to do the rinse off and, to the dishwasher. Like you don't have to rinse off and scrub and all that. Well, that's why you just put it in the dishwasher and use the rinse cycle without actually the whole washing cycle. I've never used the rinse cycle on my dishwasher. Well, Full confession. No, we, not. No, that's what that was for. Yeah, but we haven't either because it I have. wastes too much. It wastes too much water. But okay, this is awkward well, now because apparently we've used I've used it. it. So. Do you know my grandmother, she lives alone and 
she will just hand wash all of her dishes and then put them in her dishwasher to dry. <laughs> like she uses the, use she uses her dishwasher as her drying rack. It's the just her. Dryer. So yeah. like she may use five plates. Yeah. That's funny. You know, and so she yeah she would just rather hand wash it since you're already getting leftover food off and such, and then put in the dishwasher to dry. Well, that does it does somewhat give them a place to go while they dry instead of having counter. to keep yeah. dish racks out on yeah. the counter and everything that's, okay that's or putting or thing. getting your drying mats out or yeah whatever so this next Hanging one them up to dry just kidding this <laughs> next one i know nothing about so i don't know if it'd be useful or not a necklace detangler oh my gosh yes see for me i don't like i don't wear a lot of things that can get tangled but for me i just use two uh safety pins to untangle them like for like delicate chain type things but again it's a time thing it really doesn't take that long, like once well, you, you kind of like. So my so my grandmother taught me. Same speaking of, um, to use two bread ties to hold them together on each end and like twist them together. But still, I am a big necklace person, and so like if I pack them to go on vacation yeah. or whatever, you can't control how they. No, or untangle. if I even like if I'm running late and I'm like I know I want to wear this necklace but I got to get to the car yeah. like to go somewhere like I'll just put it in my hand and carry it out. Well, well it, by the time I get to the car, like all, I've tangled it up. Yeah, yeah. so that would be helpful. This so this, this would help us leave on time. Ooh, <laughs> maybe <laughs> Shark Tank, Shark Tank. I like it. Okay, um, spray on wrapping paper. Yes, I love wrapping presents. I really do. But also, if I could just like spray it. Think about you could wrap a basketball. That'd be awesome. Well, you can still wrap a basketball. But it takes so much <laughs> work. It's ugly. Yeah. No, I just like I think wrapping presents is part of the Christmas tradition and makes Christmas Christmas. So I think it's fun. It's probably a fun invention for like maybe men. Somebody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a good rapper. That's true. Jared is probably better at it than I am. Actually, Cody does a good job too. I just think it's funny because he's always like. Man, I it took me a minute to get this yeah. wrapped. And my my dad's not a good rapper. My brother's not a good rapper. And maybe a That's good kind invention of a for people say, that but. can't. You know, maybe they're older. Yeah, arthritis. Right. Perhaps. Right. But I'm, there, there's part of the fun too of like decorating it with the wrapping paper with that your I feel matching like would bow. Be, See, yeah. my dad is like wrap it, stick a sticker on it, so I know who it goes to. So, his, so in this case, spray it. Yeah, he it would now. probably much prefer to spray. There it. are some people or that stick would be much better off. Yeah, or stick oh, it in I, a bag. I do that sometimes. <laughs> All right. If you just stick in this a bag, is, though, that takes the fun out for the little kids. Like, right, you they know, like they, the paper. they all want, yeah, True. they all want to unwrap. All right, this is my favorite one on the whole list: a parking spot tracker. That's already invented. Where? Wait, no. This is a this is an invention that's like shows you where there are empty parking lot spots, not like you don't know where. Is it? Your is car this an, is. an app or? physical at a parking garage because um, I mean, it, it does already exist in disney world how at oh. at disney springs at their parking uh-huh. garages if you go down an aisle they have little like um, green lights or whatever they have little lights at the top and a, and so like if, if you're at least like me you're it's really easy to get fooled by motorcycles or small yeah. vehicles yeah. Oh, yeah. right so the only catch is that you have to make sure your car is up to the sensor but they have lights above each parking spot. So if like the if the spot is open, the light's green. If it's full, it's red. And then they also have a digital sign at the end of I don't think it's the end of each row. I think it's like per parking 
yeah. garage and it tells you how many spots are open on each level. See, they're close. Why not just connect all that technology to an app well, though? And then you go, oh, I'm going to go ahead and claim, like you could claim a spot early. Like, how much you want to bet Disney has like patented that and they like people have to buy it off Disney to use it for like other parking garages. That's dumb. public parking. I, I think claiming a spot is just like, like I have no problem with parking at the end of a row and walking. Yeah. But claiming a spot, I mean, that's kind of what handicap spots are for. But no, no, no. My point is like, it's frustrating when you, what if you pull in the garage and it says, okay, on level three, there's one parking spot available. And by the time you get get to level three, somebody in front of you is pulled in and it's like, well, now where do I go? But whereas if you, you, I mean, but that's still helpful just because you can look up and find a green light. But if that was the only one on the map and you didn't know. But versus like you pull into the garage and you go, oh, there's one on level three claim. And then all of a sudden that one goes to a red light and nobody else can pull in. And like maybe it's like a five minute timer that's like if you don't pull in in the next five minutes then and the sensor goes off, off, then it flips it back. But on. how do you keep other people from taking, even though your spot's claimed, how do you keep people from taking an empty spot? I would say the you light would already go up. red. Like right, but still, but still, if they see no car uh, well, in it, I what's mean, some stopping people them? Will, some people will obviously not be courteous. You go and beat them up. You point. go and be th- no, the not the answer. Disney is the world of ha- or maybe the there's happiest a, place on earth. Maybe there's a thing that comes down and covers a spot, and when you get up to the spot, you have to type in a code that it gave you on your phone to get in the spot. Oh, that's a good idea, too. Yep, I'm getting smart here. All right, next I feel one. like that's a lot of work. Just just find your parking spot this and pull is, in it. This one's my second favorite one. A booth that sprays you with sunscreen all over. Yes, very helpful. This is only my second favorite because Caitlin gets sunburned all the time in the most. Is there like spots. a limit on how many times you can go in it? <laughs> nope. Actually, it comes to you every ten minutes when you need more sunscreen. In all seriousness, we just went on vacation and I came back with a one red stripe down my arm, Ooh. and then on the other arm I had one white stripe surrounded by red. So I just completely missed. So I'm all for this. I, I feel like that would be really helpful. There are always like you feel like you you can never really tell where what's I know you should see Caitlin's back right now. When we were kids, though, they used to have like blue sunscreen. Remember that would turn clear. You don't remember that? That's cool. No, no, that was a thing. I think it's probably still a thing, but it used to be blue, and so you would like wipe it on your skin, and so you could see like where you've rubbed it in, and and if you've rubbed it in, like it obviously disappears. I think a big difference too is now everybody's gone from lotion sunscreen to spray sunscreen, which is even more dangerous. And it's very, it's very easily for. Um, the sunscreen when you're spraying it for the wind to catch it or it just not to hit as much as if you were hand rubbing right, and lotion on. Yeah, you right. probably don't. I feel like I don't rub in spray on sunscreen because I'm yeah. like, oh, I did it. Woohoo. Right. So and then like I think helpful. more people are prone to get into the water right after they spray yeah. so on just kinda, instead of lotion, yeah. letting it like That's soak right. in. Question about the spray booth. Do you have to rub it in to absorb the sunscreen yourself uh, this or piece of paper do you does think not say. do you think that there's like robotic i think i think that, by like, then help. the technology's come a, up far enough to where it just automatically like, absorbs yeah or maybe it's like a you decide once you get in hmm. like yeah you, it could rub in for you you could hit a button and the hands come out. no i just mean you hit a button and to let your, you know you rub in yourself or you want, just want the spray because like even for my like when i put sunscreen on i prefer the spray for my shoulders down, but for my face, I like rub on because I yeah. every single time the spray starts burning my face yeah, or my or I get in my eyes. In your yeah, mm-hmm. I would just prefer lotion on my face versus it, everywhere else. I think for me to like that invention, it would have to be like a an automatically absorbing type sunscreen. Yeah. 
Otherwise, the convenience is kind of lost on me. Yeah. Because that's the hard part. Even if you get it on your arm and you forget to rub it, like, right next to your armpit. Fair. Miserable. Yeah. All right. Three. burnt right there. We're going to do three more, but this is fast reaction. Just yes or no. no, Useful or not. So we'll go Caitlin, Deanna, me. All right. A faucet that makes hot water glow red and cold water glow blue. Um, isn't that why they make the handles? Oh. But you can actually see. I'd say no. Yeah, for real. That no. is why. The, yeah. yeah, I'm going with no. Basically, it's no. just a light. Like it says, light. here's to no more burning your hands on hot water. But I don't. Yeah. It usually, it takes a while. I guess if here. you didn't turn the water on, then you could see. But why wouldn't you Still turn your own yeah, water? Okay. Doesn't make yeah, sense. yeah, no. no. <laughs> All right. A machine to show a memory. Are you ever trying to tell a story that you can't perfectly describe? <gasps> oh my god. What if you could show exactly what happened, Caitlin? sure yeah i say yes i'm a bad storyteller as you guys as, know that as long as i get to pick which memories it shows and which ones it if brett was here show. he would definitely say yes because he always com- he always comments on how his wife tells stories about how, yeah. she, how she like but again goes only around the it, context but i don't want to record the <laughs> memories i don't want so yeah that's true. all right last but not least the automatic online ordering printer. It's definitely a drag waiting for an online order to get to your doorstep. If only there was a printer that could automatically print whatever you order right as you press submit order. I'm a yes. Yes. <laughs> I think you... I think it's your turn. Yeah. Got reaction here, too. <laughs> Can you read it again? So, you go on Amazon. You click order. And you order you have a shoes. printer in your house, and it prints your shoes out, and it's there. You don't have to wait. Oh, Anything. Anything. Yes. I'm, it's fun I'm very get, impatient. It's fun to get mail, but it's also fun to just... Well, that's fine. The machine the can put it in a box and put it on your front door and ring your doorbell. <laughs> Work Tech Fun, a PCM podcast. 